This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with Michael Bruce Image Consulting. So today we are going to have some fun because mom and dad aren't here. Yay, we're slightly abbreviated and that means we get to have fun. (laughs) Right, exactly. So Bruce is uh, headed to Florida to meet with a client. That's right. He is national. And Pamela has another appointment. So it is just Beck and I. So hello, Beck. Well, hello, Stace. How are you? I'm good. And then, of course, we have Jordan Oakland. And she is an esthetician with Sweet Bee Hair and Skin Lounge. And she is also an influencer um, who has amazing content that she um, that she shares with everybody. Um, But before we get into that, Beck, do we have any news? We do have news. Actually, we have quite a bit of news today and two. I'm going to lead with two sort of sad bits and end with a more positive. Um, We lost two greats in the style world last week. The first is Andre Leon Talley, who, if you don't know who he is, he is a six foot six tall African-American man who was a contributing editor at Vogue and worked with Diana Vreeland and, um, oh my God, who's the other one? I'm totally blanking. I can picture his face. Thank you. Oh my God. I just totally, my mind went blank. Meryl Streep. Sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. But, you know, just, you know, unfortunate that, you know, he, he's gone. And the other just yesterday was Thierry Mugler, who, um, if you don't know who he is, he um, basically created his first line was Café de Paris, which he began in 1973, then went on to have his own name branded. And he's probably best known these days for wearing, making that corset dress that Kim Kardashian wore to the Met Gala, you know, where her waist was so cinched down. Right. The wet look. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know about the whole. Well, but that's whole literally yeah. like it she is, was like, right. I wanted to look wet. I'm like, yeah, and that yeah, and sure. I, it worked. It worked, right? But um, you know, so just two greats from the world. But on the more positive side, Paris Fashion Week has started, and you know, it's kind of fun seeing some of the looks coming out of there. Although, I saw some shots of the Schiaparelli um, exhibit today, and uh, hello, Madonna and the cone boob bra. Like they're totally redoing that and bringing it back. So I, you know, <laughs> I don't know I how mean, to feel about that. Kanye and his, uh, his, his whatever that is, side piece, um, <laughs> PR, um, showmance. Um, yeah, it, it was a interesting take, uh, denim on denim with cone a la Madonna. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, that's not a look that I really see, you know, walking around Bellevue Square, just saying, but you know. <laughs> I mean, no, but maybe if it was like a training bra where it would help my boobs stay up. Then stay up, yeah, so that right? they're not at your waistline. I agree, that would be good. But it's just kind of nice to see, you know, it feels like it's sort of back in full swing this year. And so I know that, uh, you know, I'm not saying COVID doesn't still exist because I know it does, but it is sort of fun to see the craziness that comes out of these Fashion Week runway shows. So anyway, oh, yeah. it's just sort of hopefully a slight glimmer that this pandemic is going to turn into an endemic and we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So from your lips to God's ears. Indeed. But we have something much more fun to talk about today. Yes, we do. So hello to Jordan. I don't even think we gave you like a second to say hello. 
totally okay. Hello, Stacy. Hello, Pamela. <laughs> so good to be here. Or Beck. So sorry, not Pamela. That's okay. We're so interchangeable. Good. Doesn't matter. We're good. Um, it is so nice to have you here. So I was saying before we went live, I was supposed to have a facial tomorrow with Jordan and we decided to go to our lake house at the last minute. And I so I, but I rescheduled immediately. <laughs> I thank you. I appreciate your support and I can't wait to see you for your facial, but life happens. Go enjoy your life. Well, <laughs> I will be I, ready for the facial when you are. I appreciate that. So we're going to be talking about uh, skincare. So we had our own attempt, wouldn't you say, Beck, of talking about skincare and thinking about the season and, you know, kind of best practices that we yeah. employ. Um, and then I think probably Pamela realized, who are we to say? We should exactly. bring on an expert. <laughs> Somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this is why you're here. And also, as I said, your Instagram is so awesome because not only do you currently work with Sweet Bee, right. you share this information with everybody. Yeah. Skincare is universal. And I think we have this beautiful thing right now where the digital world is so accessible and it's a way for people to get into skincare that really didn't have the education or the new knowledge and it's inspiring and it's really motivating. So for me, I love I love being in the treatment room, but I love being online, helping people virtually that maybe can't access an esthetician in a treatment room. Okay, but time out. I want to go back because um, what Stacey hasn't said is that your Instagram username is the roller skating esthetician. So I need to know yeah. what's the story with that. Yeah, so I guess I'll dive into like how I became an esthetician, but with the roller skating, um, I just picked it up during quarantine. It was something that I had always kind of thought about doing. Um, but truthfully, I have anxiety and, you know, a little bit of depression. Like we all have our mental health struggles, right? And I was trying to find a way holistically to kind of help balance my life. And so I took on roller skating during the pandemic, during quarantine, and went out every single day roller skating and creating TikToks and started just growing my TikTok following. And I love it. I love it. It just it energizes me and I want to teach everyone to roller skate. <laughs> okay, I've got to ask, is it old school roller skates or roller blades? Oh yeah, roller skates, yeah. Roller skates, excellent, yeah. right yeah. on. Yes. Right, I love it so much and I keep saying to Jordan that she needs to like partner with, if Seattle has a women's roller derby team, right. she needs to partner with them and like do like a whole thing on their skin, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I think anyway. you know, the roller skating also with me, I mean, Stacy knows I have a very vibrant personality. I am very much not afraid to be myself. And so my vibe is very optimistic, um, you know, retro feel, just kind of old school and just having fun. So I think that's where with becoming an esthetician, roller skating tied in is skincare should be fun. Like yeah. life should be fun. And let's Let's have healthy, great skin while enjoying our life and just having good vibes. <laughs> right. Well, and it keeps you. Right. I mean, it's like all of us are always so focused on anti-aging and it right. shows that it's also about the attitude that you bring. 
Exactly. And it's exercise. It's moving your body, which is so incredibly important when it comes to our skin health and with aging. So let's yeah. um, let's get into how you found your calling with skincare. Um, yeah. Like, how did you make the decision? Like, I want to be an esthetician. Yeah. So I, I definitely I'm working on a condensed version uh, answer to this question because it's definitely loaded. But for me growing up, I've always been a beauty person. I loved makeup. I think it's a form of self-expression. It always has been for me. Skincare started to become that as well. Um, And so I just have always kind of had this passion for it. But I would say over the last six years, you know, just going on and trying to do content creation in the world of skincare, it just kind of helped me develop this really true love and passion for trying different products, just experiencing different products. Um, And that mental health side of it, you know, skincare is self-care. And truthfully, I moved out to San Diego in 2016. And unfortunately, uh, my grandfather who helped raise me was pretty much my father figure growing up, passed away. It got me into this very, very just bad headspace. And With that, I started having a really, really big spout of hormonal acne and my thyroid was all over the place. So I was going through all this kind of craziness with my skin that I had never gone through before. And it was severely compromised, very irritated, very red, could not figure out what was going on. Um, And I went to a dermatologist and I love dermatologists. This is not against derms, but the one that I saw, unfortunately, it was just not a good fit. And so that led me to just figuring out my own skin and solving it in a holistic way because I didn't want to go on medication and I didn't want to do anything like that. And I do think there's a time and a place for that in skincare. So for me, that's kind of where it really began. I solved, you know, my hormonal acne. I very much have my skin in check now. And so when the pandemic hit is when I became an esthetician, but I had been researching, you know, skincare for years and years and it just presented an opportunity finally. So I said, I need to do this and I want to help people. I want to make an impact in their life and help them feel their best and empowered while helping them achieve the healthiest skin possible. I have to say that kind of resonates with me because that's sort of why I do this job, like being a stylist. I want people to feel so confident and good in themselves. It's the clothes again there. It's like the, you, you view makeup. It's an exp- a means of expressing themselves. Exactly. It's all, all plays in your clothes. Like clothing to me is very, very big. Um, Bruce and I kind of laugh because sometimes he'll be like, I don't know that I would actually have you wearing that, but he knows that my style is very out there. So, <laughs> but everything, I mean, skincare. Wait, Bruce has an opinion? Shocker. I know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Um, okay, so let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, let's talk about some best practices that you recommend and we'll throw some scenarios your yeah. way. So we'll be right back with Jordan Oakland the roller skating esthetician, also uh, with Sweet B. We'll be right back with more Wisdom from the Wardrobe. Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges.
Welcome, welcome back. Wisdom from the wardrobe. Uh, before the break, we introduced Jordan Oakland of Sweet Bee Hair and Skin, and we were talking about Mr. Opinionated Bruce. So, um, well, right yeah, off- okay. So, speaking of Bruce, even though he's not here, I'm gonna, yep. I don't represent the people. That's Stacy's job. I'm gonna represent Bruce. So, Perfect. what about guys? What about men getting facials? Right. Do you have a lot of male clientele? Do you recommend it for them? I do. I do have a I do have a quite a handful of male clientele. We typically see, you know, the younger male clients, you know, the teens kind of getting that spouts of acne that they're going yeah. through. And so I feel like this is just kind of an overarching question in general when it comes to facials. And my my view just as an esthetician is it comes down to skin health. So although, you know, we can put it into categories like women, men, Skincare is for everyone. And so men do need to get facials, but everyone should be getting a facial. Of course, I understand budgeting and for some people it may not be totally attainable, but everyone should really be getting a facial if you have skin. So we mm-hmm. all need to maintain, we all need to have a healthy functioning skin. And so for between four to eight weeks is a really good time. Every four weeks is a great time to come in and get a facial. And especially, you know, for men, if you're having folliculitis, you're getting any kind of irritation down folliculitis. in Folliculitis. What's I'm again, I speak for the people. What's folliculitis? Oh, yeah. So follicul- yeah, folliculitis is basically just if you get bacteria lodged in your hair follicle where the pore is, and that's where, you know, the breeding ground of all of these things can start happening and surfacing on our skin. So folliculitis is just an infection in that follicle. And it's something that a lot of men deal with because of the razors maybe not being as clean, just having that coarser hair overall so definitely men should be is that different from like ingrown hairs or is it sort of the same same yeah same kind of exact concept so same us women we need to take care of our ingrowns too but skincare ultimately this is a loaded question again but it's unique and individualized for everyone so for me personally i just choose to look at characteristics of the skin conditions of the skin and with that you know we have to look at hormones so if we well, that's have- that's something that I definitely experienced. I had yeah. a facial years and years and years ago, and I somebody gave it to me as a gift, and it turns out it was an extraction. Now, that has its place and everything, and I told you about this, Jordan, and it was like I joke that they like dug so deep they found like blackheads in my uterus. Like, it was <laughs> traumatizing. And so... You know, I then stayed away from it and I've always had a, you know, meh uh, relationship with my skin. It's always been, you know, good enough. And working with Sweet Bee, working with um, the owner, Brooke, getting to know Jordan, I decided it was time to have basically like an intro facial because it was like an introduction to my skin. Mm -hmm. And Jordan, you you shared so much about the condition of my skin and what made sense for me. I'm so glad. And that's facials like skincare is individualized. It's unique. And you have to look at at the whole picture. And that's why I really value that holistic approach, because, you know, especially when I think of men versus women skincare, you have to also think about the trans community. You have to think about people that have these characteristics with their skin, but then maybe they're going through a hormone replacement or they're going through something that's impacting their skin in a way that you have to look at them whole picture. It can't just be these black and white, like 
put them in a box for dry skin, put you in a box for oily skin for a male, you know, it just doesn't work like that with skin. So at Sweet Bee, that's what we focus on. And I'm so glad you felt that, Stacey, because we look at you whole picture and it's all customized to what your skin needs. So much. I mean, I know that, you know, my focus when I saw you was like, okay, I've got hooded eyes. Is there anything that I can do aside from cosmetic surgery? Um, And, you know, we always talk about strong lip and brow, strong lip and brow. And I'm like, okay, nobody talks about the whole feathered lipstick thing and the lines around your lips. And you gave me some ideas for that. And now I'm religiously using the product that you recommended. Um, What do you find are the reasons that people come in to get um, facials and focus on their skin? You mentioned, you know, a couple things, but I think it's really, there's a lot of different reasons why people are doing facials. Um, Truthfully, if you have a skin condition that you're going through, if you just really don't understand your routine or you need help creating a routine, that's a really great reason to come in and to see a facialist, see an esthetician. Um, But there's also different types of facials, you know, so it really kind of comes down to what your concerns are. If you have concerns when it comes to aging, premature aging, or some sun damage, that's going to kind of impact what kind of facial, how often you're coming in. And then you have people that come in solely just for the self-care. This is I have, you know, moms that come in and they say, this is my only time where I'm alone. And (laughs) kids come, have a facial. And we always ask, like at Sweet Bee, we say, do you want to recap at the end or would you like to chat through your facial? And I have some people that literally fall asleep and just want to lay there. So it's- Well, that'll tell you that, you know, it is about self-care a little bit. And, you know, it's nice to know that this is sort of a calming thing because I can remember going in for like, you know, an armpit wax let's be honest and being like oh I get to lay here for 15 minutes and the woman saying uh-huh I don't know that this is the thing I'd say is relaxing but you know right. I gotta right. wait for my kids for a minute so um well so okay so speaking of Stace and you know the like do you have certain products that you're like oh I swear by this or I love this or is there so, anything specific that you really like a lot so I think it's really hard and this is something with TikTok because that's kind of my main platform I'm on people love to know like what product should I use? And it just like products are not going to work the same for every person. It depends. Yeah. It depends. But when it comes to skin, I always, my clients, I always have them on hydrating ingredients. So we have to make sure we have good water content. So whether that's hyaluronic acid, ceramides, glycerin, um, and then also those barrier products. So having omegas in your skin, because our skin is made of omegas, but vitamin C and vitamin A in my book and peptides are like the three best things you can do for long-term skin health. They, all of those ingredients have a lot of clinically backed data and studies behind them. They've been proven to help with cell turnover, with collagen production, you know, helping with fine lines, helping with pigmentation. So those are the ingredients that I always try to get Mm -hmm. clients on. Well, and you you and Beck um, are both obsessed with rightly so uh spfs i mean yes. it's oh, like yeah. it goes without saying that it's like the number one thing and i'm of course like yeah yeah yeah. um i mean <laughs> i learned that as a redhead the hard way and so i do that anyway it just goes to show though my relationship with my skin until you know Jordan, you had like this cool zapper thing that, you know, you'll be like, okay, here's like, 
here's how the like moisture content is in your skin or whatever you're doing. And here's where this is. And I'm like, she's like a wizard. Um, she's got like the, the Harry Potter wizard of, you know, skin, but your knowledge. And I do love the fact that when you go in, you're like, the first time I went in, it was like, this needs to be educational. You need to explain my skin to me. Yeah. And I really wanted you to talk me through it. Yeah. Second and time I did... I did the LED light and Oh my that... gosh, with one of those masks. Yeah, it's like you put like on Iron like a, a tunnel like that your kids use on like an electric train and it's like you just stuck oh. the tunnel on your head and the lights go and it's like being at a rave or having like your chakras <laughs> come to life. It was so cool. Right. And very relaxing. Oh, I love LEDs so much. But yeah, now, what does LED do? Yeah, what do? does the LED do for you? Like, I've heard of it. I've seen it on, you know, social media, but I have no idea what it actually does. So light-emitting diode. So it's a controlled uh, uh, radiation in the skin. So it's a lot of people sometimes will say, oh, well, so you're putting UV. Isn't that bad for you? Well, there's different wavelengths in which the light hits. So for red LED, which is great for collagen production, it goes, I think it's like 6,000 nanometers, something like that within the skin. So it doesn't penetrate far enough that it's causing any damage, but it actually helps to stimulate collagen production. It can help to just repair and replenish the skin within. And it's great for also calming the skin. So for me personally, I have eczema and I get really, really, really irritated around my mouth area. And I'll just take my light stim at home for about 10 minutes every day. Just kind of let it sit there. And just within 15 minutes, I notice an immediate just calming of the skin. So there's different LEDs for different purposes. Blue LED is great for killing PNC acne causing bacteria. So it can help calm inflammation, control acne. Green LED has some data that it helps with like hyperpigmentation. Hmm, interesting. Okay, go back to the collagen thing for a second. So what about drinking something with collagen? Like, you know, they, they, I don't know, vital, uh, vital minerals, I can't think of the name, but like they make those little supplements that, yes, thank you, vital protein. See, I know I like my brain is full of like half information. I know there's stuff out there, but I can't remember any of it. <laughs> so much information. So we, my thing with collagen supplements is I choose to focus more on treatments that I know are actually going to improve your collagen. So like vitamin C is proven to stimulate your collagen production. Microneedling, microchanneling um, is controlled trauma within the skin, helps to stimulate collagen. But those, those collagen specific things that we see on the market, it's not that they're not working. We just don't have enough clinically backed evidence and third party trial data to actually prove that it's working within your body. So I don't think that there's a harm in taking it, but there's nothing that's actually been proven that you're not wasting your money on it. Uh, I gotcha. So, okay. And back. Yeah. I, we use SkinAid at the salon, which is an FDA approved hydration supplement and it has peptides. So I focus more on peptides because they're building blocks for the skin protein and they're going to build your collagen. So, okay. Yeah. Um, and go back to the microneedling. Is that the thing that's like the vampire facial where they, Correct. they, and then, yeah. Okay. So can you explain a little bit about that? Do you do that? 
I personally do not. I, I am learning it. I want to learn it, but we do micro channeling, which is just a smaller needle. So it doesn't go as deep into the skin. Um, but micro, both of them create a controlled trauma in the skin. So it starts to repair itself. So you can essentially think of it like tricking your skin into producing more collagen. Um, and then with micro needling, it's a deeper length within the skin so you get faster results um, it can be really great for more of those like deep set scarring things of that sort and a lot of the time people will use peptides or growth factors to help even further just stimulate the collagen is that wow. more for like wrinkles or like discoloration yes. like age spots both it can okay. be great for yeah Wow, I have, okay. a, I have a new age spot on my hand, on the back of my hand, and I wear lotion with SPF. And the fact that I have this age spot is just, I'm just, not that I feel like, oh my God, but like, how did it get there? I wear sunscreen. I'm never in the sun. Stop it's looking great. at your hand back. I know you're, you're, you, that's the thing is it's so hard not to notice these things, but that's why skincare is preventative. <laughs> it's so preventative. And I, that's why online, I try to just talk so much about, you know, we have to be confident in ourselves. And I try to have open discussions about these kind of things because it's, I'm spending 20 awesome. and 28 people are like, it's not old, but I'm noticing changes with my skin that freak me out. Like, <laughs> you know, right. we all, so since we only have like a minute left, um, I want you to please share uh, where people can find you on social media and where people can find you at Sweet B. Yes. So I, my TikTok is like my main platform I'm on. It's roller skating esthetician. And then Instagram, I'm the roller skating esthetician. And I am located at Sweet B, S U I T E, and then the letter B, Hair and Skin Lounge in Issaquah, Washington. And our entire team is absolutely fantastic. Anyone that you see there, you're in amazing hands. It is totally true. And they answer all kinds of questions. So if you want to know the kinds of facials that uh, Jordan specializes in, you can learn about all of that. And they are so patient and will answer a ton of questions. So um, thank you for being on the show. It always goes by way too fast. I know. Yeah. Right. Thank oh, you totally. for having me. Absolutely. And, you know, follow her because it's she's so fun and uh, is so generous with the information that she shares. And if you are interested in learning more, we'd be happy to connect you. You can go to our website, michaelbruceimageconsulting.com and reach out to us. We're always happy to answer your questions and help you out. Thanks, everyone. Thank Bye. You so See you next week. Bye. If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.